When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, where every Tuesday buy 10 wings and get free boneless wings, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, DMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. It's happening. Welcome back. Hour number two, Miller and Condon, 5 after 11, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. How legitimate was the search? Did you just try to make it look like, no, I'm not following my coach. Uh, I think it was legitimate. Do I right. do. I I don't know how deep it went. I think ultimately he knew he'd probably end not up at lip USC. service, though? No, I think there's a little okay. bit more there. Maybe I just wanted to buy the speculation of Wisconsin and well, add the conversation here on the airwaves, you know. Yeah. What if Wisconsin gets Caleb Williams? How different the Big Ten West looks next yeah, year. Yeah, that's for sure. So were they close? That was the rumor about Thursday of last week mm. that Wisconsin had entered the picture and kind of entered it in a big way. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. Uh, let's get With to him and friend. Allen in the backfield? Oh, you, you, a little salty. Uh, let's get to Michael Swing. Good to reconnect with him, 24-7 sports. Of course, he covers the Jayhawks. Uh, it's uh, Kansas. It's Iowa State. It's Fran Fischilla in the house. He just tweeted, wheels up for Des Moines. So it's all coming together. Michael Swain, Trenton, Ken, good to reconnect with you. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Good to hear from you guys as well. Very excited for the game tonight. Yeah, I think I think a lot. Certainly, a lot of folks here uh, in the state are. Well, before we get to that, um, just uh, your, your connections at twenty four seven sports. You guys have the recruiting world blanketed. Uh, was the Caleb Williams flirtation with other schools not named USC? Was was that legit? Was it lip service, or did you think he was always going there? And that was the kind of the consensus at the shop. Yeah, I think it's one of these things where it's doing due diligence. You know, you look at what happened when he entered the transfer portal. A lot of guys that are in the know with the transfer portal put in kind of the crystal ball picks for him to go to USC. I think it seemed pretty obvious that was his destination when he kind of put out the statement saying, hey, I'm going to you know look over all my options. But he did look over all his options, and I think the Wisconsin thing was pretty legitimate. I know coaches from Wisconsin visited him based on stuff that I had read on the network. So it seemed like that was legitimate, but... I think at the end of the day, it's more him doing due diligence than him necessarily going back on committing to USC and Lincoln Riley. Speaking of football recruiting, you got signing day tomorrow. It's so different with the December yeah, signing. Harbaugh period. won't be in Michigan. He's interviewing with mm-hmm. the Vikings. Yeah, I think that says a whole lot there, right? Of what the ultimate destination is going to be for him. Kansas, they're at the bottom of the rankings right now, but the Big Twelve as a whole, in recruiting, when you look at what it's going to be going for, the future of it, taking Texas and Oklahoma away. How do you foresee recruiting going? And with these new programs, do recruiting bases have to change for the remaining teams in the Big 12 in football? Yeah, well, I think when you look at the the spectrum, right, it, Texas and Oklahoma recruit a lot of five-star guys. But in terms of 
you look at how they kind of handle it, you know, you look at Iowa State, Oklahoma State, these programs are all about, you know, development, right? You get in these three-star guys, you turn them into four-star caliber guys. You've seen that with Iowa State, you've seen with Oklahoma State, other programs in the Big 12. So you're not going to get as many of these high-caliber um, recruits maybe to go to your Oklahoma State's or Iowa State. So it's going to be on those programs to go and find those maybe diamonds in the rough. Now, let's be honest here, you know, Iowa State is not going to go get some five-star guys because Texas and Oklahoma isn't. Those guys are still going to go to the same programs. But it's about kind of these Big 12 schools now really leaning into being those developmental kind of programs and, and doing it that way. Uh, let's uh, go look back uh, to the weekend before we looked forward to tonight. What what went wrong, Michael? I mean, look, Kentucky's a really good basketball team. We know that. It, it, it's, it's not a disgrace to lose to them. It was certainly surprising uh, that the loss came in the fashion that it did, up 20 after 20 minutes and uh, didn't get much better after that. What happened? Was it just, uh, you know, you draw a line through that game. Every team has a stinker at some point during the season, and this was the Jayhawks? Yeah, I think a little bit. You look at the matchup, it's not necessarily great for KU. Um, I think it's one of these things where, you know, Kentucky's super athletic. Um, their guards are really, really good, and Kansas' best guard, Roy Martin, is not 100% right. Mm-hmm. I think that you look at how the start of that game went, I think it kind of snowballed for KU, where things weren't going their way, and all of a sudden it was tough to get back because the way Kentucky plays, like they got offensive rebounds, they scored in the paint, they had guys go crazy, so... It's kind of just one of these things where it's a game that got out of hand and the way that KU plays, you know, they're so good offensively, but it's one of these teams where, you know, if they're not going berserk from three, it's really tough to get back in the game. And a quick tidbit for you guys that just popped up my Twitter feed, Ochai Baji's not going to play tonight. Well, there's a little breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. So we opened up the show today talking about every time. Opening my DraftKings account. Yes. (laughs) Ken and I watch. Kansas play, it feels like Abaji just absolutely goes off. So you mentioned Remy Jeez, Martin. That's a big How talented he is. The minutes have been limited. Can Remy Martin even physically go 28, 30 minutes tonight? Is that even a realistic possibility? Mm. Yeah, that's tough because based on what Bill Self said yesterday, where he, the quote was, he's on a leg and a half. Mm. You know, that's wow. pretty notable. So he said he's about 60, 70% of his max. It certainly looks like it. I mean, there are times where he looks to go put his foot in the ground and plant and accelerate and it it's not the same burst that you saw earlier in the season. So I think without Ochai, you're looking at this being a, a bigger game for guys like Christian Braun, Jalen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Those guys are going to definitely have to step up. I mean, Dave McCormick, um, in terms of the scoring production, you need more from him tonight as well. So that's a that's a big loss for KU. And I think you looked at this game with Ochai Abaji, and I mean, I thought that this was going to be a game that KU could lose. And now you don't have him? Uh, man. That's that's tough, and I think that you know what the line open up for Vegas five. Yep. I think Ken Palm predicted it at two. I think this should be Iowa State favored. Iowa State pick them, pick them, uh, yeah, somewhere in that range. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I'm, and I totally agree with you on Wilson, who's got that. He's got that game with him, right? I mean, any, every now and then. I look. I'll be honest with you, Mike. I just I keep waiting for this kid to just go off because I I think that there's I think he has it within him. Maybe Abaji's absence brings it out of him. Because he's asked to do more? That could be. And I think you look at what Jim Wilson has talked about. He said a few times that he's really trying to take a team-first approach. So that means really, you know, he wants to pass the ball, mm-hmm. score when he needs to. But I think he's going to have to be one of the the, the alphas, if you will, tonight. Yeah. I think he can do that. I think in terms of his scoring, you know, he's shown at times, especially last season, that he can be that guy that can score at a good rate. But I think you're going to look at it's, 
one of these things where I think the three ball is going to be really important now because Ochai shot, you know, basically 50% from three and has allowed KU to stay in some of these games because of his efficiency from behind the arc. So now you're looking at, you know, the, the former Cyclone Jalen Coleman lands, maybe getting some run, mm-hmm. Yasufu getting some run. You know, this is something that kind of impacts the bench because Bill Self's been playing eight guys and you're now kind of taking out your, your talisman who was playing 35 38 minutes a game and is your leading scorer and you're just going to have to really try and piece it together and get a win. You mentioned Joseph Yesifu, the decision after the great February that he had into March mm-hmm. last season for Drake going to Kansas. Is the stage too big? Is it just that he maybe went to a place that was above his capabilities? Or just frankly, there's better guys in front of him right now. He'll ultimately get playing time with the Jayhawks. It's such an interesting dynamic. You look at what he did and what this team needs right now. And you've got someone like DeWan Harris playing um, a bulk of the minutes. And obviously, Remy Martin has not been the same. And yet, Jalen Coleman lands has kind of been the first guy off the bench, not Yesifu. And I think if you look at what Yesifu brings, you know, more of a true point guard than a Jalen Coleman lands. Yet, it's one of these situations where, you know, what does he bring, right? Scoring inside the arc, uh, creativity. And what does KU need? It needs more kind of shooting. So I think you look at the hierarchy, you know, Bill Self likes DeWan Harris more, likes Jeremy Martin more, so kind of a third guard there. And then you've got Bobby Pettiford, a true freshman, who Bill Self has kind of leaned on more than Yesu as a plate. So I think it's one of these things where he's kind of down the depth chart, one of these things where it's not a, maybe the perfect situation with kind of how the season's played out, where it didn't play a ton of non-conference play, didn't get to earn trust. Um, that's a big thing. You know, Matt Campbell talks about it a lot. It's a big thing with Bill Self, too. You have to have trust, and I think that he didn't necessarily have the time to earn it, and I think that it's kind of you know paying the price now. Uh, Coleman lands. What kind of seasons he's having? It's been a while since he's had double-digit minutes. Um, how's he fitting in? Oh, it's another one. You know, defense, and that's another thing for Bill mm-hmm. Self is right. Big time on defense, and if anyone that watched Dylan Coleman lands last year, I always think yeah. defense is like fifth or sixth down the list of you when you're talking about him in terms of what he brings to the table. So. He's one of these guys that comes off the bench, and if he's hitting shots, he'll play a little bit. And if he's not, he's just not going to play because there was a play against Kentucky where he tried to double a Kentucky player and just got cooked because he's just not athletic enough to do that. And so I think he's another one that situationally can get some minutes, but I think you know, in situation like tonight, I think he will get more minutes. But it's just a question of kind of game-to-game what he's bringing. Talking with Michael Swain, formerly on the Iowa State beat, now at Kansas at 24-7 Sports. You continue to watch this Kansas team, and Ken and I had the conversation. Are they good enough to win six, to win the national championship, win six in a row? The current construction, certainly after what we saw Saturday, the answer would be no. Can they get to that spot? Can they ultimately be a team that you think can cut down the nets in April? they got to figure out defense first, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, you look at where they're at in Ken Palm, right, 51. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not great. And I think that at times this season they really struggled to guard. And I think against a team like Kentucky, where they were the not the most athletic team, not the most talented team on the floor, they don't have the defense to kind of lock in and slow these teams down. And a lot of the times this season, they'd be getting in shootouts. And granted, that didn't happen during the first kind of few weeks of Big 12 play. But you go back to non-conference play. I mean, they weren't holding teams to low 60s and 50s, right? It was a lot of you know high 60s, low 70s in terms of points. So I think it's one of these things where they need to figure out defense first. I think Remy Martin needs to get back to 100% because if Remy Martin's not at 100% and he's playing like he is now, this is not a team that can go win in an Elite Eight game against a team like Kentucky uh, or like that. Because right now it's on track where there'll be a two-seed, three-seed kind of that situation, and there'll be an underdog in that game. And I think that with someone like Ochai Abaji, 
he can keep you in games, but you need the guard play out of Remy Martin, out of Dewan Harris to be able to kind of win those games in those big moments. Uh, speaking of big moments, boy, seemingly a lot. Of, well, this is the entire conference, right, top to bottom. But uh, the Jayhawks will see the Clones tonight, then Baylor at Texas, OU. Oh, yo, 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 yo. Uh, pretty daunting four pack coming up. Uh, what about the conference overall? Biggest surprise, uh, to you so far, Michael Swain? I think the answer was Iowa State, but now is it TCU? No, I think it's still Iowa State. I, I think anytime you, you got a team that's picked to finish last in the conference and have them, you know, you know, granted, the conference play has not been easy for them to start, but I think you can still look at it three and five in conference. Yeah. Not bad. You know, they've still, get to play K-State, TCU again. You know, I think K-State twice, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so I think there's a good chance where they can finish 500, which, again, team that's picked to finish last in the Big 12 yeah. is just 500 in this league. I mean, that's pretty incredible. So I think Iowa State still is definitely one of the surprises. I think TCU's been good. Um, I'm interested to see kind of how the conference season unfolds for them. But uh, I think my money's on Iowa State is the biggest surprise. Yeah, TCU, a couple of home games. They can add a couple of more there. Jamie Dixon. He did it at Pitt, and he's doing it now at TCU. Michael Swain joining us here as we look around Iowa State, Kansas tonight. Ultimately, you said you thought the point spread should be closer to a pick'em. Let's put you on the hot spot. Who do you got tonight, Jayhawks or Cyclones? Um, I, you know, in my history covering Kansas, it's these are the type of games that Kansas somehow wins. But I, I just mm-hmm. think you look yeah. at what Iowa State brings. Ochai's scoring is so important, and I think you know Iowa State coming off a good win over Missouri on the weekend. Not to mention, I think that at home, Hilton Coliseum, it's going to be a tough environment. Um, I probably would pick Iowa State to win. I think it'll be a a close game, though. Michael Swain, 24-7 sports, no longer covering Iowa State, covering those Kansas Jayhawks, and we certainly appreciate our relationship. Michael, as always, thank you for doing this for us. We appreciate it. Good luck to you, Michael Swain. Thank you. Yep, thank you for having me on. Always enjoy it. Good to talk to you. Michael Swain. A little breaking. Well, I think it was Goodman who broke it, or whoever uh-huh. broke it, but I hadn't seen it until he brought no. it up. And, and as if you, you missed it, the point spread now is Iowa State plus three. It was four and a half this morning when yeah. I jumped on it. Yeah. And I don't think those threes are going to be there very much I longer. I don't think so. Get them now. Yeah. yeah. Baji is out. COVID protocols mm-hmm. uh, is what uh, prevented him from getting on the aircraft as the uh, Jayhawks are headed towards Ames. That was at DraftKings this morning, four and a half. It was four at Circa. Again, as we always talk about. Shop around. And this is going to be one where it's going to probably dictate who came in with that first whale bet and where the mm-hmm. point spread is going to be. Mm-hmm. So shop around. Multiple coin accounts, always important trying to find that right line, which feels like, I mean, the difference even between getting it now at three and getting a point and a half, that could be the difference. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Look, th- I thought this was going to be a really close game. And yeah. Michael Swain's totally right. This it seems like somehow right. the Jayhawks inevitably will find a way to win this game. Look, you they, look they, up and how is Iowa State only up four? That's just it. And then they hit a shot and they get a stop and it's they, the they, they, magic. they had them beat. Iowa they State did. had them beat. Brockington had a Play at the end of the game, of course, that wasn't a three, it was a two. It was a two. It was a two. I'm convinced it was a two. A still photo does not show you. No. Regardless of what Cyclo Nation wants. Or any other nation, depending on whosever team is involved (laughs) in that still photo. Because when you watch the video, you see a toe on the line. Little different story. Uh, well, in their last game, I mean, Con was terrific, right? He has been. He's the last couple. Off the bench. Mm Mm-hmm. 
is it a different mentality? Is it knowing? No, I don't have to be right away. You know, careful. Don't want to get in foul trouble. Because uh, him and Jones seemingly do get in foul trouble. They do. Right. I mean, and that's how they can play because uh-huh. they can play a little bit more physical. Maybe it's just that second group. He plays better with them. It's not an overly deep team by any means. Yep. And when Jazz is hitting shots, I just love that guy. I he's. I got a smile on my face when I watch him play basketball. Shooting it, getting inside, mixing uh-huh. it up a little bit. Just does so many good things offensively. They need it. And they probably they need do. Caleb Grill to hit three or four threes again. Absolutely. Trey Jackson, how, how big were his free throws? in the Was it Oklahoma State? Yeah, it was Oklahoma State. Did you see the stat after the game? Uh, the fact that it was his first two of the year? First two, not of the year. First two free throws in like 18 months. Wow. And just steps up there calmly, knocks him down. I needed him. Massive. And it would have been easy for him. He's not a guy from even the Midwest. It would have been yeah. easy for him. Transfer somewhere closer mm-hmm. to home. He stuck it out. That was the first game that he won on the road in the conference in his career. He's a junior. That's wild. First time he had won a conference road game came against Oklahoma Left State. an opposing arena right. with a W. Yeah, I was happy for him that night. Mm-hmm. When was that? Early in the week, right? Tuesday, Wednesday Tuesday last night? week, yeah. yeah. Anyways, they all start to run together. They certainly do. Um, fun time. Fun fun game. All right, well, hopefully we'll get one tonight. Iowa State catches a break. No Baji in the lineup tonight. That's kind of reverberated. It right? absolutely you did. said that, right? Boy, oh boy. Well, maybe it's Coleman Lance. Probably. And I think, yes, if we would probably get some more minutes now, or at least get off the bench and play mm-hmm. 8 to 10, something like that, especially if Coleman Lance isn't playing very well. Remy Martin played. I saw. I played fourteen. I didn't see him in the game. Yeah. Is he just? He doesn't look right. Is that right? Yeah. Whew. He's such a good player. Go back. Some of oh. those FS1 ten o'clock tip off games last year. Oh, Arizona State's played. He watched this guy. And he mm. was a star. I mean, putting up twenty two, twenty three a game. Just an absolute stud. And he's not physically right. And he nope. can't push him any further. That's the best part of the of California or that part of the world. Pacific time zone yeah. sports. My God. I got to do it with Hawaii. Oh, even better. Oh, man. He's got to set an alarm to watch the NFL. (laughs) Right. You're getting up real early. That was baseball. And look at that. Oh, we got an 8 o'clock first pitch here this morning. Mm. Getting ready for baseball. What a wild time. Well, I hope we have to get ready for baseball again. The players and the the union and the owners are apparently meeting today. It is February, after all. Get your heads out of your collective you-know-whats uh-huh. and let's get this done and let's get to pitchers and catchers reporting here in a couple of weeks. We will be back. Want to give away $1,000? Well, we'd love to try. Well, let's do it. Come uh, on. Time for another $1,000 slam dunk. Go to KXNO once you get there. Enter the keyword hope. Uh, K- hope at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. John Bowencamp will help us out with uh, Iowa last night as they fell. Both men's and women's uh, teams got beat. We'll talk to John Bowencamp on that. He's a baseball guy. Pick his brain a little bit on MLB as well. We take you until noon. Trent's play of the day. Sponsored by Circus Sports. Before we get out of here, it's Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, Get in on the action. 
with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? The Central Iowa Sports Network is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live roofing.net. Now back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Here's Ken and Trent. Shade before 11.30 on a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Thank you to Michael Swain. Boy, he's broken a lot of news on our show, hasn't he? Yeah. Recruiting stuff. Uh, he didn't break the news, but first to hear it, uh, at least um, for, for I heard it for the first time, that Igbaji will not play tonight for Kansas. John Bowenkamp joins us. Hope he can break some news that the MLB, the players, and the owners have come to an agreement. We're all good to go. We'll get into that. Uh, do a little basketball with him as well. Hello, John Bowenkamp, Trenton Ken. How are you? I'm doing good. How you doing? Doing well. Let's talk baseball to start things off here. It is okay. February, after all. And pitchers right. and catchers should be reporting. And I know that's a phrase that certainly means a lot to you, as it does to both yeah. of us. Uh, what's the likelihood that happens, John? I know that they're meeting today, but apparently uh, a long way to go. Yeah, you know, the one thing I like, and, 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 and just from what I've gathered and what, I, you know, what I've read and, and heard on the radio and things like that, is that it sounds like that maybe, hopefully... They're getting like the little stuff out of the way now, and they might, you know, you know, just like those little things that you can come to agreement on pretty quickly. I hope. And and then the big thing, I you know, I, I still think the big thing is going to be arbitration and free agency. Yeah. And you know, the owners going to have to give something a little bit. And that you know, the point that's been made so many times is the owners have won so many of these labor disputes, mm-hmm. and it's like they can give something back at this point, and whether it's you know, expanded playoffs, which means more revenue, whether it's, you know, a, you know, universal DH, which I think everybody wants at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some of those things, you know, you know, they can do that, I think. And I, and I think you can do that without giving up the store either. And you can still be, you know, so my hope is still there's going to be spring training on time. Um, but, you know, the longer this goes, I mean, you know, the tie, you know, just, it just start. It's now starting to feel like time's starting to run out, and you know. So I, I would hope that maybe there's some sort of pressure there to get a deal done, to get the season started on time, and, and, and just have a normal season. So we'll see what happens. But I, I'm confident. I'm still confident that this all gets worked out here in the next couple of weeks. So hopeful. Fingers crossed. We're all that yeah. way, and then we can watch the Dodgers losing the playoffs again. It'll be... No, 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 no. no. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. So. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be fine. Will the <laughs> Iowa be... Hawkeye men's basketball team be fine mm. after losing to Penn State? Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I, I think the last couple of games, and, 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 and it kind of goes back to that three-game losing streak back in December, and it's like, I mean, 
you have to have a full game of Keegan Murray for this team, mm-hmm. I think. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of good pieces to this team. I mean, I really like Chris Murray. I really like, you know, yeah, I really like the guard play. Some, you know, most of the time last night wasn't very good in terms of offense. Um, but but this team run is at its best when you get 30 minutes out of Keegan Murray, and when he's getting into foul trouble in the first half. Um, you know, back when he was hurt back in December. That's when this team kind of gets thrown off its rhythm and, and thrown out of, of what it does. And I, I think you saw that again last night, although they got really good play off the bench, especially in the first half. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I think, a good sign here now as you get into February to get some of these guys going and get them some good minutes. But you just have to have him for 30 minutes a game to, to have a, a really good chance in this league. Uh, help us out with Connor McCaffrey, John. You you cover this team. You're at the press conferences. You're whether it's a, a post game or the weekly stuff. We're trying to figure out how this injury happened. We know he's had hips, uh, significant right. surgery on both. Was there a, a shoulder injury there in the past that might have, you know, if it is a separation that might have, uh, you know, popped out uh, of the of, of place? Um, was there anything there before that? Because watching the game, John, I still don't know how he how uh, how the shoulder uh, was was hurt. You know, I've, I've you know I've been racking my brain trying to think if, if he's had this before. I know this year he's been bothered. I mean, besides just the hip, you know, coming back from the hip surgery, he's had some back issues. And so, you know, I mean, last night was his best offensive game, clearly, of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, and then for him to get hurt like that in the second half, and I'm like you, I don't know how it happened. But, um, you know, that, that that's a that's a pretty, you know, I mean, it, that's one of those things that, that, that really is kind of hard to, to go get away from, you know, at some point, once you, once you heard it like that, you know, it makes it very easy to get hurt again. And so, um, you know, I, people complain about him being in the game, but he really is kind of a, he's not a mistake guy with this team. He's very good. He's, you know, they, he's that experienced voice down the stretch and they didn't have him last night, but they had him in the first half and he played really well. But yeah, I don't, I don't even know what happened, but I mean, that, that proved to be, I don't want to say costly, but I mean it did hurt them a little bit mm-hmm. in the second half to not have him. Also yeah. hurt, you know, Keegan. You're all American, and it just felt yeah. like there were times where he disappeared. Now he disappeared because of the two foul rule in the first half. But <laughs> in that game, you're an all American. You need to get spots. And you, know, you think back to Luca Garza. Now built differently, certainly. Aaron White, his senior year, he was a guy that wanted the ball down the stretch. Where's Keegan Murray, and how do you flip that switch with him? I, well, you know, it's funny. I mean, if you look at his final numbers, I mean, he had a good, yeah, 21 points. He had a good night. <laughs> and, but you're right. His first field goal was on a dunk with eight minutes to go in the that's second half. And right. we can talk about the foul trouble in the first half and how much he used out. But in the second half, that's his first field goal. Mm-hmm. And again, those are some of those things that just can't happen. He's, you know, he, you know, I mean, brilliant play at the end of, at the end of regulation to get it to overtime. I mean, that was just, a smart heads-up play for him to be there and, and, and to get that tip in like that. You know, he had some really good moments, but he didn't have his normal game last night. And, you know, they need that from him, and they need him to be – they need to get him the ball. They need to figure out a way to get him a ball if if, te- if teams are, are taking him away. So, I mean, that's something that I think moving forward, you now kind of have the – okay, this is how teams are going to play him. This is what we have to do to get him the ball, and he's going to have to go get the ball. And he's going to have to make big plays in the situation. He hit some big shots last night, especially in overtime. You know, once he got going, but but again, when your first field goal doesn't come till eight minutes left in the game, 
you know, in the second half, you know, that that's problematic. And they were out physical last night. I thought, John. I mean, you just take a look at that Penn State and the at, at the Iowa roster. The kids on the floor; these kids are muscles on their muscles. Harar's a big dude. I don't know how yeah. he didn't get pulled over into football, but he's not the only one. And they were, you know, they were snatching balls out of guys' hands. They were just they're just more stronger and physical last night than Iowa was. And, and, and really, when you go back to the game here, just a, you know, a week or so ago against them. Iowa was the more aggressive team in the second half, and they came out with a lot of fire. And they needed that last night, and they didn't—they didn't have it really. I mean, they got it to double overtime, you know, after being down, you know, early in the first half, and you know the way they kind of came back and made that a close game. But they had a chance in that second overtime to put the game away, and they didn't do it. Penn State hit some big shots and and and, and made some plays, and you know that—that's—that's that's how you win game. I mean. That's how Iowa needed to win that game on the road. They needed to be the tougher team, and you're right. I mean, I think Penn State just really kind of grabbed the hold of that game in that second overtime. Mm-hmm. Well, we went into last night's game against Penn State saying it wasn't a must-win, but it kind of felt like a must-win. Now you look at the February schedule, starting Thursday with Ohio mm-hmm. State. Then you get five out of seven games at home. Your road trips are to Maryland and Nebraska, two winnable games. Mm-hmm. If they don't beat the Buckeyes, though, John, I maintain this team probably has to go 6-1 and because I don't see him winning at Michigan and at Illinois at the end of the season. Can the team get to that point? They had a great stretch in February into March last year. Can they get back in the Schneider? Are we going to have to hear the murmurs again of the Fran fade? Are starting? I, I, I think, they're, I think, they're, I think they're, they're really good at home. and I, I think it'll help that, that they have a lot of those games at home. But I, to my mind, Thursday night is a big game. And for a lot of reasons, for resume reasons, for just to to get some momentum going to get into that last stretch. You know, and in, in the game I covered last night at Western Illinois, that was one of their coaches said to me, you know, we need momentum. Everybody needs February momentum. And for them to do that, it's got to start on Thursday night. They've got to go in there. They've got to play well. They've, You know, if they get that win, that's a big win for the resume. It's a big win to get into this next stretch. They can't go in there and have a bad game. Because I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to go into the rest of this month with a bad taste in your mouth. I think you want to get it. I think you want to get a win, and I think you want to play well. And, and I, so that's why I think Thursday game. Is, Thursday's game is incredibly important to this team. Who's the best team in the conference? Oh, you know, at the end of the day, I still think it's Purdue. I, mm-hmm. I just, I just like the way they play. I like their size. I like their physicality. I like the way they do things. I, I just think overall, I, I just think that's the best team. Illinois, I, you know, I, I think that I think it's a really talented team, but it also feels a little combustible sometimes. That if you know this guy isn't playing well or this guy isn't playing well, it all kind of falls apart. I, I just I really like this Purdue team, and I always have. I have since the beginning of the year. Yeah, me too. Don't doesn't Wisconsin Illinois collide tomorrow? Yes. Yep. That's going to be a great and, year. And, and, and you know, Wisconsin's an interesting team. And, I mean, they, they were kind of one of those, you know, and I said this at the beginning of the year, you knew who your best teams were, but there's always that team that you kind of didn't think about, and then when they get in the top, you're like, oh, okay, actually, it's a pretty good team. That's the way I feel sometimes about Wisconsin, that we just kind of overlooked them, and well, here they are. You right. know? So, um, but, no, I, I really like, you know, like I said, going back to the original question, I really like this Purdue team, and I always have. You know, I just, I just like the way they play. John, we know you're dinking around on the wrong side of the river over there in Macomb and watching your Leathernecks. But uh, Summit League aside, the MVC, Drake gets a huge win against Loyola over the weekend. You and I mm-hmm. 
gets another one, though they let one get away against Drake a week ago Saturday. Those two teams, Loyola, probably still the favorite. Missouri State, maybe the most talented team in the oh, conference. Yeah. Who'd be your pick right now? Who's cutting down the nets at Arch Madness? Um, you know, that, that tournament is always interesting. and it, I, I'm going to go with Missouri State. I, I go back to mm. what you said. I, I think this is a really talented team. Um, you know, but I, but if I had to choose, I'm going to say Missouri State or Drake, because I think Drake is just starting kind of in stride yep. a little bit. And, and, I, and I think this is kind of the team that we expected. Um, if that's your championship game down in St. Louis, that's a really good game in yeah. my mind. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I really like, you know, I really like, you know, like you said, the Drake win the other day was just, just a really solid win for them. And you can kind of feel they're, they, they're kind of getting their legs right now. They're kind of getting to that point. And then, so it'll be, it'll be kind of interesting to see how they play here in this next month. That weekend in St. Louis is one, I think still one of the most underrated, uh, uh sporting oh, events too. on the calendar. And and now that you've had, now that they're adding teams, and you're going to add yeah. that Thursday date mm-hmm. is going to be you know Thursday you're going to have four games down on Thursday that just adds to that tournament. I mean that Friday is is just a wonderful day of college basketball. It really is now that Thursday is going to be really good too, and and so I I think it's just going to for them to expand and add very good programs and very good markets, and then it's going to make that tournament that's going to make that season much better can make that tournament much better it's just it's such a great league I, I love that league and i love going to that tournament it's great women's side iowa falls last night a ranked matchup against ohio state but caitlin clark in a losing effort boy what a performance you just you can't come up with the right superlatives she just does it seemingly every single night yeah she is you know and and i felt that way you know i mean she her and megan augustus are two different types of players mm-hmm. But they both have that star power, and Caitlin is just so much different. When, and when you look at what she does, and and, and somebody asked Lisa Bluter about it the other day, she's like, you know what, I've, I've run out of things to describe her. <laughs> you know, she's just, so I'm not even going to try, you know. And she said she just is, if you just watch the way she plays and what she does, and you look at the production she has, but watch her at the end of that game last night and how angry she was. Yeah. And that's a fire that, that, that you cannot, I mean, for a player to have, that's just something that, that, is, that is, is just, there's a passion there with her play, and that's what makes her so much fun to watch. And, she's, and on top of that, she's a great ambassador for the game. That's the thing that I like the most about her. There's, just, there's so many things to like about her game on and off the court. John Bowenkamp, IowaCollegeHoops.com, IowaCollegeHoops.com, or Hawkeye Nation, or the AP. Wearing a lot of hats. Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff. Uh, Thank you, John. Uh, Appreciate our conversations. Hopefully we'll have some baseball to talk about uh, in the day slash weeks ahead. I hope so, too. Good stuff. Thanks for having me on, as always. Yeah, thank you, John. Appreciate you coming on. Take care. Talk to you soon. John Bowenkamp. We talk a little Hawks. Had a caller during the uh, last break call in mm-hmm. and said, if the Cincinnati Bengals, a little yes. trivia time for you. Okay. If they win the Super Bowl, they will be the seventh team in a row in major sports that have B at the beginning of their mascot, Bengals. Can you name the other six? Because I could only get with five. And I'm trying to rack my brain. Is there, you know, a sport that I'm not thinking of? The major one, a so, major sport that yeah. their champion has started with a B. You go back, last football champion, the Buccaneers, right? College football, Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. What Baseball? do you do with the Tampa Lightning? See, and that's I would guess they're not considered part of I guess this little trivia thing. Well, he said major <laughs> sport, right? He didn't stutter. <laughs> 
The Atlanta Braves. Okay. The Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. And the Baylor Bears. How about that? So those are the five that I came up with. And is there one that I'm missing? Or maybe did I hear it incorrectly that they would be the six? I thought it was the seventh, but... So who did you say for college football? The Bulldogs. Right. Of Georgia. Yeah. So you said that one. Yep. So I got five. Is there one I'm missing? Apparently, if the caller's if, right. If, yeah, if it is that. Call us back if we, if so we missed what, one. So major sport... And what else would there be? Is it you know, some European soccer title that you and I wouldn't consider major? They don't even really have mascots, though. That's a good. That's a good trivia question. Though. It's a good that, one, but the Bengals could do it. Tease. Bears of Baylor. Speaking of the Bears, uh, did your head coach uh, win the press conference? Is fine. What about Ryan Poles? What did he say about the North? You know, I'm so broke down by this organization. I, I know. I, We're going to take control of the North and never give something along those lines? Mm-hmm. And what's that do? Yeah. You want a crappy division and become the Packers and get beat in the playoffs every year? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, Listen to Nick Athen earlier talking about a 50-year drought of seeing his team true. in the Super Bowl. I'm trending that direction. Yes. Now, I saw it in 2006, the 2006 mm-hmm. season. Didn't end well. Right. They, well, the opening kickoff was great by Hester. Yeah. And then Peyton Manning took over in the rain in Miami. 50 years. I When I was in kindergarten, when I became a Bears fan, there wasn't a thought in my mind that I would have to wait that long to see another Super Bowl championship. And now, it's a reality. That's where I am well, with this organization. you got a young quarterback. We don't know if he's going yeah. to be an upper echelon yet, but you got to at least buy stock. I bought more stock than I did in Trubisky. Uh-huh. You know I was out right away on right? that one. Right, right. Not the way that, I hated the way it played out and mm-hmm. didn't like him as and a And if Rodgers leaves the North... Somebody's got to win that division. Somebody's going to win it. At the, eight and nine. <laughs> well, that's a, what were the Seahawks? Seven and nine? Yeah, yep. Uh, the, and then won a playoff game. And then won a playoff game. And then got knocked out by the Bears? Is that that year? I don't remember. Yeah. They run together. 11.45, Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. I got to wash my mouth out <laughs> with soap. <laughs> You love the Super Bowl, though. I do, but I, it's over, that means. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. That's just $5 on either team. And if they win, you get $280 in free bets. And if you're a returning customer like Ken and myself, you can experience Super Bowl 56 with their same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Go Bengals money line. Take the over Joe Burrow over passing yards and let's say two touchdowns out of Tyler Boyd. That one would add up very, very quickly. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code KXNO to get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet five bucks. If they win, you get $280 in free bets if that team wins. That's promo code KXNO at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. You must be 21 or older. Iowa only. New customers only and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. Do you remember the time that Mike Jordan won the first of his 3 P championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? 
That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf... Market homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home? And what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renters Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renters Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee their professional landlords manage your property 24 7 so you don't have to collect the rent you don't have to maintenance inspections and tax paperwork you don't have to there's no upfront fees no binding contracts and you can cancel at any time find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com that's renterswarehouse.com renters warehouse des moines you can't buy happy bets off The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings, buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, here today. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day, presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. You've got high school basketball tonight? Yeah, going to make our way up to North Polk this evening. Winter set and North Polk, a doubleheader here on KXNO starting at 6 o'clock right after the Fanatics are off the air. We'll have a couple of really all four teams with a good shot of making it to the state tournament. Going to get a glimpse at moving outside the CML for an evening winter set and North Polk. Glad you are. Yes, you know, well, there. I'm a small town guy. Why, you are. And I enjoy getting into the, the small town gyms, and should be a fun one you tonight. You know who Looking else enjoys to. it? The residents of those communities. Absolutely. Right, and the schools, yep. and everybody that goes along with it. Glad that they do. Uh, it's when I was scheduling high school, our game of the week, and mm-hmm. everybody's at Valley Dowling, I guess. Right. Find something else. And there are plenty of good <laughs> teams around here. It's not just about the Valleys and the Walkies yep. of the world, the Yankees, and on and on and on. There's lots of others. Speaking of that, I saw Johnston last night. That girls team, I don't think there's nobody when they're playing their best that can beat them right now. Is that right? They're so good. Nobody anywhere in the state? Waterloo West would be the one that I've heard maybe okay. would have a chance. I've seen them last couple of years at the state tournament. They got some talent, but. They're so deep, so many different ways that they can be. They're really, really good. The boys' team is excellent, too, as they uh, picked up a victory last night against Dowling. Going to be a fun trip here as we make our way through the... We're in February now. It's crazy. I got state wrestling coming up in a couple weeks. Do you really? Isn't that wild? It is. It just it sneaks up on you every single year. And then May gets here, and yep. screeching halt. Perfect. <laughs> I can actually reacquaint myself with my family. That's something to be said for April that, April and May. 
right. And then baseball starts. Baseball starts. Yes. Um, circa, time mm-hmm. for your play of the day as we segue from high school sports with a complete stop. In three, two, one. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, circus play of the day. Where are you going tonight? I'm sure you've got a, a plethora of games. I do. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. I got seven plays that I fired at this morning when I got up and crunching a few numbers. And I like seven. But uh, before that, Circa's giving away some gear right now, too. We got some swag. Go to Miller and Condon on our Facebook page or our Twitter account, and you can find we right have a there. Facebook page? We don't know. Good. <laughs> no, we are Twitter. That's where we are. So go there. Go to twitter.com at Miller and Condon, and you will see how you can win some great swag. You went Christmas shopping when they were here last <laughs> and picked up a half dozen sweatshirts. I think <laughs> yeah. the gear is really cool. This is not just hyperbole. No, it is. It's, it's good looking gear. It is. And. Very simple. Just go through the directions there. Get your download for the Circus Sports app. Tag a couple of your friends. You'll see all the details there at Miller & Condon with Circus Sports and our friends out there who will be visiting coming up during conference tournament week, championship week. We'll so that's there. finalized that we're doing our show from there? We're good. We got our good. A-OK, the thumbs up. and Excellent. Also have for us our, what do you call it, with the, when you check into the hotel, our confirmation code. I got that for you, too. Excellent. That's an important thing to have. So that's where we're going to spend the conference championship week. Yes. And, I mean, you think the NCAA tournament's big? We got more basketball during those games. I know we do. It's, right. You might see me. You know my love of college basketball. I do. People want to come hang out with us? Come out there. We'll have a good time. We'll be well, watching there, games. There's a lot of people that are going out there to begin with. There's right. a lot of folks that have been to the first uh, the first two days of the t- or the first weekend. Yeah. Um, but then this one. This is there's a lot of folks that think this is better for that reason. I remember one of those days. I had my greatest gambling day ever. I think it was on the Friday of championship week. I bet on thirty six games and I went thirty three and three against the number. It was wow. incredible. You saw the what first college football weekend of the year when I had eighteen straight bets. This one though, even more depth to it. And that's how many games you're gonna have to fire at Oof. the championship week. Again, circa, you gonna hang out at Stadium Swim with me for a while? Get a cabana? Sure. You'll have, a, you'll have a beer before 9 o'clock? Well, I won't go that far. Maybe, but... Um, if we're hanging by the pool, you can have a beer with me. I, look, and I can't wait. I'm all in. Yes, all in. it's going to be great. All right, got some picks. Mention yep. Iowa State. I got them at 4.5. You're not getting that number right now. It's 2.5 now. Is it 2.5? And, and it's going to continue to go down. Last night, Kansas had 64% of the initial money. Now it's 59% Iowa State, and I'm going to guess That's, with the Baji News. Yep. That's going to continue to go. And that news, if you're just joining us, he will not play tonight. Will not play tonight. Texas Tech laying four against Texas. You know how charged up that crowd's going to mm-hmm. be. I'll lay the four there with Texas Tech. Speaking of charged up crowd, number one Auburn brings in Alabama. Alabama can Ooh. be the best team in the country. And they can be a garbage team. I don't think they bring that effort two games in a row. I'm going to lay the six with Auburn tonight. Late night, let's grab Air Force. Plus 15. That's a team I just... I got an infatuation with them. They're not very good. They're really young, but their style, the way that they slow it down, getting 15, that's too many there. Creighton, they screwed me on Saturday. What a blown opportunity against Xavier. You're up 20 at the half, and then you give up a 19-2 run to begin the second half. I think it went to like 30-5 to as they came back and lost that game. They bounced back. They're getting 10.5 at UConn, and what? I got one more, I think, in here. Here it is, a Boston College, plus a 9 against Virginia. Best bet of the night? Well, Iowa State, if you could still get four and a half. Now, I think Texas Tech. I think they got something waiting 
for old Coach Beard. It's going to be a home. wonderful environment. That's yes. 8 o'clock on ESPN2. So a lot clones, of Big 12 hoops tonight. Yeah, clones take care of the Jayhawks, and off you go to the deuce for that tilt from Lubbock. All right, Murph and Andy coming up in an hour and five minutes. The Fanatics are at three high school hoops tonight here, starting at six. We're Miller and Condon, weekdays 10 to noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.